Hey, it's Brendan Chinetti, and you're listening to Music You're Missing. That track you just heard was called Lights On by the band Colony House, who will be calling in in just a bit. But first, if you're new here, let me introduce you to what Music You're Missing is all about. Basically, I, along with my co-host, who is not here right now because she is out on tour, uh, we work in the music industry, and we decided to kind of channel our resources and interview and playlist some independent artists that we really like that we think deserve a little bit more media attention. And alas, Music You're Missing was born. All artists that are featured on the show get featured on the Music You're Missing Spotify playlist. And we also hand select a bunch of other songs um, that go on the playlist from independent artists. So you've listened to podcasts before. You know the drill. You know I got some announcements before we get Colony House on the line. So here we go. Music You're Missing is brought to you by BigNightShop.com. If you're not familiar with Big Night Shop, those are the people who supply our merchandise. So listen up because we got an opportunity for you to drip Music You're Missing gear with a 20% discount off all merchandise and not even just for my podcast, any of the podcasts signed under Big Night Media. We're talking beanies, hoodies, bomber jackets, everything 20% off. Just use the code FALL20. Go to the website BigNightShop.com. Order now because the sale ends on November 19th and I want you pulling up into your family's Thanksgiving dripping in a shirt that says my Spotify playlists are a cry for help. Music you're missing. Um, So again, the code is FALL20. We also going to give a shout out to Dollar Shave Club because for a limited time they are hooking our listeners up with their starter shave set for just $5. This set includes two razor cartridges, a handle and three shave aid samples. I've had a beard since I was 18 and I only trust Dollar Shave Club on my nasty ass skin. So you can take advantage of this deal on Instagram at the link in our bio. It is at music you're missing. Enough about those announcements. Colony House is about to call in, and you're probably familiar with them because they stream rolled into the mainstream in 2014 when their full length debut album, When I Was Younger, blew up. Their track, Silhouettes, became the number one most played track on Sirius XM's Alt Nation. For four consecutive months, they went on to appear on Late Night with Seth Meyers, Conan, The Today Show, and guess what? They eventually ended up releasing two more albums. They just dropped a brand new EP called Rotten Tomatoes. They're currently on the back before you know tour with flurry and they're calling in directly from their tour bus i'm so stoked to chat with them let's get colony house on the line how's it going guys What's up? <laughs> i was so stoked to see all four of you I, I didn't know if i was you know just getting one two three here we go all four. i know we did i don't think we've ever done uh, all as like a zoom thing like this where all of us have been on it so Yes, I mean, yeah. it's, it's definitely not easy. It's it, We are going to have hiccups along the way. There are going to be people That's talking right. over That's each okay. other. That's okay. It's true. The advantage of being on tour, though, like we're all in the same place all the time. So you might get a crew guy or two walking through as well. That's awesome. Because we're on our bus right now. I know. Well, I had read that you guys graduated to a bus with your last tour, and then it got cut due to COVID. So it must be so nice to get back, get that bus life back. Oh, we're back. We're back. We're back. We're back on the bus for better or for worse. Who knows? Cool. <laughs> so you guys Pitbull, are in uh, Colorado. We're yeah, we're in uh, Denver, Colorado tonight. Denver, sure are, man. Colorado. Oh yeah. Colorado tonight. You have Utah tomorrow, and then we got Idaho the next day. How are we adjusting back to tour life? We just had a whole like year and a half without it. Well, a little tired. <laughs> <laughs> we all, w- with the exception of Will, me, Scott, and Park. Flew home for our off day yesterday and had some some mega early wake up calls. <laughs> I think t- 
two two days in a row of a four. I think I set my alarm for three fifty five this morning. I also set my alarm for three fifty five. That's terrible. So, yeah. it really stings in the threes. Yeah, you hate to see the threes on the alarm. Yeah, no. most nights when you're actually playing a show, you don't go to bed. Till you're three. you're in the threes going to sleep, and so being uh, just a day later, being in the threes waking up is, you know, it's a tough life. Mm-hmm. But a great one too. Yeah, tough life that we're fortunate to live out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, right. That's right. If this is our tough, it's it's pretty wow. good. My co-host and I, we also do like touring stuff. We do it on like obviously the back end of things, so the VIP side. Um, and I understand that like when you get a day off, it's not necessarily a day off because then you got like your family shit and like you got to clean and like make sure you eat properly. So have you been able yeah. to actually have like a solid day off yet, or are you just kind of doing the whole damn thing at once? Mm, there's maybe been a few one or a couple a couple <laughs> yeah we all have kids yeah so that adds a dynamic <laughs> literally uh so no so hashtag no days off you know mm-hmm. uh, but uh yeah there have been a cu- couple well speaking of crew guys what a guy photographer what a guy <laughs> brandon smith just entered the picture y'all hello um, hello <laughs> so yeah, basically days off are few and far between. But when you get them, you just really soak them up. Mm-hmm. I just take the mornings off every day. <laughs> I sleep until it's a commute on tour. I, I I'm, I'm up in I'm up in the elevens at home. I'm up in like the sevens. Like yeah, to get like to get up before everybody else does. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but on tour. I like to flip it. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. up after everybody else. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Yeah, sleep means a little bit more when you're on the road, for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. So, you know what I think is so dope? Not only are you guys on tour, but the day your tour launched, you dropped a whole EP, Rotten Tomatoes. Tell me about that decision, because I feel like, you know, you're going into these live shows. These people might not even know the tracks. Like, were you a little worried? <laughs> well, I'll say that we, that wasn't the plan initially. <laughs> Uh, sure it was the uh the funny plan how that happens yeah the plan was to drop it quite a bit earlier like a month before and then i can't remember there was there was uh, there were a few back-end deals being like trying we were trying to finish up mm-hmm. that affected like when we released it and so when we knew that it was, it kept getting pushed back it was like let's make this feel purposeful and and release it on the day that the tour starts and it can be kind of a pseudo release party for the, yeah, yeah. for the EP. So we made it purposeful, even though at first we wanted to have people familiar with the songs, three of them we had already released mm-hmm. anyway. So, um, and we knew we were doing, uh, having flurry, the girl that's opening this show. She's featured on that song automatic. Mm-hmm. We were like, you know what? That'd be cool. We'd like for people to hear this before the tour begins. And then she comes up on stage, spoiler alert, and sings it with us on tour. It's pretty awesome. Great moment. Yeah, great moment. That is awesome. You know, I was I had tickets to your show out in Boston, and I was going with a, a friend who's a, honestly a huge fan of you guys. And for some reason, everything just kept getting derailed. They were like, oh, we have this, this. I was like, what's going on? Turns out they were having a surprise birthday party for me that day. <laughs> so I literally, my tickets just went to, I literally just bought tickets for nothing. I couldn't even go to the show. Um, yes, but, we appreciate the support. Yeah, no, 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 of course. I was I was really looking forward to it, though, especially, I was going to ask, like, is there is a, a set where you, where you sing with Flurry? Yeah, yeah, it's awesome. And when she remembers to come out. Yeah, no. <laughs> she did. She wow, did. really? 
there was one day where she she kind of spaced on her moment so mm-hmm. so it ended ended with me singing uh a female vocal part with a little <laughs> bit more baritone yeah i was gonna did you have to change the tone up a little bit you go a little I higher changed it up. i went an octave lower <laughs> yeah, try to make it feel on what are you purpose. Gonna do? I did. I do think I said, "Oh no!" Right before I you started did. singing. You did. That was like, nice. I go. We were all kind of looking around, and it was just like, "Oh no!" I'm wide awake. <laughs> yeah, yeah. T- typically, like people start cheering, like in the middle of the first chorus when she kind of makes her walk on, and I was like, "Huh, no one's really." No, I guess cheering. it's not a big. I guess they just don't. Yeah, they're not cheering today. And then I look over. The mic is vacant <laughs> the audience was probably oh, confused like they knew that was coming and they're just like what yeah is going a on? lot of them like we're all looking at this mic that has a spotlight on it <laughs> like in in memoriam uh this of uh, where flurry once will r.i.p hey well talk about acting on the fly you know it takes a, a yeah, yeah, true yeah, yeah. artist I'm just glad i remembered the words same bring it back it to rotten Sorry about that. Bring it back to Rotten Tomatoes, though. I feel like just as like a, a longtime fan of you guys, this was such a gift to us. I feel like it really kind of encompasses all of the sounds that anyone who's kind of grown with you grew to like. And I feel like for you, just kind of not that it was a super surprise, but like surprise drop. it. I thought it was awesome. Um, I, like what made you kind of want to put out all these different like sonics into this project? Well, first of all, thank you for saying that. We appreciate that. Uh I I feel like it this season of unknown the last year and a half is brought on kind of all of bands but like how how we coped with it was just like acting on those spontaneous like ideas and not like feeling stuck to some huge project that we needed to like take time away from the road take mm-hmm. time away I was I was telling someone the other day look, you know an an album really takes it really takes time like life i think to happen like there has to be a lot of life for you to even have the material to intentionally go in and create your next album for us we didn't want this like we didn't want the year and a half that we didn't know was going to be off time to be what was the inspiration for our next album yeah that felt like well that that seems like that's not why we don't just fill space with creating another album that this ep is like bits and pieces of ideas or songs that didn't make it to other albums through the years where we're like "Eh, that doesn't quite really love this song it doesn't quite fit the vibe of this or it doesn't fit in the flow or doesn't fit you know whatever it is um and then we just kind of, whether they were, some were completely new ideas, some were bits and pieces that we put together. It just felt like a fun kind of like with us going back out on tour, let's give one more nod kind of tip of the hat to this, this kind of wild spontaneous time that we all kind of had to be on our toes yeah. um, with. And that kind of feels what the album I feel like sonically is like, it's kind of keeps you on your toes. Doesn't have, like oh this is the, the direction they were going with this it was just like that was a little bit why we called it rotten tomatoes because <laughs> it was like the songs that fell off the vine you know it's like it was like yeah but they still you know they still deserve to be not that you're supposed to eat rotten tomatoes cut the rotten doesn't totally hold up <laughs> but yeah 
Yeah. I, I, I envision the Rotten Tomatoes as the ones that have been hanging around for a while. That's why they're rotten. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's, we'll go with that. That's a, good that's a better analogy. I think that's a, a really cool thing that you were able to kind of repurpose some of these tracks. Because when I heard Oh Yeah, it reminded me of your track 320, which is one of my favorites. And I was really stoked that you guys kind of went that direction again. Uh, and then just to like see that music video of it come to life. I think that's, it's cool that you were able to, was that, first of all, was that one that was already like kind of sitting around? Kind of, kind of. So we had the riff to like will had brought the like kind of um for lack of better words hip-hop element like to the band just like messing around kind of mm -hmm. remixing something a long time ago and then i had written a riff that kind of sat on top of this groove and <gasps> that we were that we were looking at to be on leave what's lost behind but it just never came together mm -hmm. um we actually have versions of oh yeah where we replaced oh yeah and it was called runaway so it was one of the runaway tracks it was cool. maybe gonna which was wild but um so yes but we kind of like took it down to the studs and rebuilt it um for that kind of that season so it's yes and no it's been around and we also kind of built it Got you. No, I told, I feel like that that's kind of what happens. So you said the spirit of Rotten Tomatoes was to not overthink anything. As someone who went the label route and is now back to being independent, do you think that you may have lost part of your ability to not overthink because there was a time where you had so many corporate eyes on you? It's almost that's almost a trick. Like the answer to this will be confusing because I think part of being with a label is um, which was really, it, we honestly had a great time mm -hmm. with, with RCA and the label we were with before RCA, like we, we felt taken care of, but because there are so many voices speaking into the music, it can get really confusing. So like, as you're creating it, you feel the freedom to create the overthinking starts happening when you send these songs in and one person's like, this song is dope. And then they pass it to the next person down the line and they're like, I don't hear it. Yeah. And you're like, well, okay, so how do we, I yeah. guess, back to the drawing boards. And a lot of those songs on um, Rotten Tomatoes are those like lights on is one of them. Like we sent that to RCA, I think, or at least some version of it. And there one person was like, this is amazing. And then the next person was like, no, nah, let's keep working on it, you know, and or let's write, keep writing or whatever. So you, you go from this really comfortable, like, Oh, we're creating just like we always do to then being like, okay, so who are we creating for? What are we trying to achieve? Who are we trying to appease? Yeah. We're not even writing these songs for our fans anymore. We're just writing to try to get it through a line of executives so that we feel like we can release it. That's where it starts being like, Ooh, I don't want to, I don't want to be making those songs, you know? Well, um, it must be really validating too now because Lights On is the most streamed track from Rotten Tomatoes. So yeah. for them to just say no to it, then it's clearly a hit now. You know, it probably it could have been even a bigger hit back then when if they didn't, you know, pass up on it. Yeah, yeah. Try not to play the shit. It could have would have. But yeah, no, no, no. Of course, of course. <laughs> but but yes, we feel the same. Trust us. <laughs> on a couple of accounts. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, it's it, bring it back to like the whole independent scene and, and when you were starting it, it's true you guys went by the name caleb 
It is true. So obviously that's your name, but tell me about the conversation where you're like, all right, let's run with this. Let's name let's name the project after me. Ooh, I haven't I haven't not actually heard the answer to this question. <laughs> well, I didn't have a say. I just joined. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> to appease my narcissism. You know? <laughs> Caleb Caleb's a pretty self uh, infatuated person. Yes, yes. That's why Colony House had to start with a C, so I could at least yeah. have that. Uh, no, honestly, when me and Will graduated high school, I had I had put out like just Caleb Chapman like EP, or I'd kind of been running with just like a solo thing. Mm-hmm. And when Scott like when Scott started playing with us, and then it kind of started feeling more like a band. I was like, well, let's just let's just take chapman away and like be caleb kind of like travis is travis even though travis i don't think there's a guy named travis in the band but but we were kind of going off of this that we like travis was one of our favorite bands james was another british band i was like it's like a first name it's a cool thing there's like there's something to it maybe uh so we ran with it until it got too confusing and then it was like ah this didn't right it didn't feel right Mm -hmm. so when we put out the first full length album where like, let's rebrand it and make it something that feels like, I don't, I got tired of answering the question. Is this a solo project or a band? And well, no, it's band, but yeah, it is my name. So anyways, that was, there was really no turmoil over it. Honestly, I think I was relieved to finally to lose the name. Yeah. I, I feel like that that's kind of nice to, you know, not have all eyes directly on you because there is a band. Uh, it probably takes away yeah. some pressure. Totally. And then Colony House is born from an apartment complex in your hometown. Yeah. That's right. It, it, uh, it is where, well, before Scott and Will lived there, my wife, uh, at the time girlfriend lived with my sister at the colony house apartment complex. And then when they moved out, Will and Scott moved in with our tour manager. <laughs> and which is, it's funny because it shouldn't have housed three people. Uh, <laughs> I think the day our tour manager moved into Will's room on the same day, Will was like, Hey man, how, uh, when do you think you're going to move out? <laughs> I literally think he asked him the day he moved in. Uh, so, uh, that's kind of just what, when we started the band, uh, that's like everything centered around the colony house apartment complex. It felt like, or that was like home base at least. It does. It so. still exists today. Oh, oh yeah. Certain. Is it like, a we, mon- I like, live like three minutes from there. Is it like a thing that a big, people go there and take pictures and they're like, this is where it all began. We've had a few. I've seen a few. Yeah. Cause it has a, a cute little sign out front that says colony. It just says colony house. It's like, it's definitely, you know, as we, as we work our way up, it would be a great little, you know, you go to Graceland to see Elvis's, you know, stomping grounds. You go to colony house, a little less uh, luxurious than Graceland. A lot of history there though. Yeah. I think it was like, what were we paying? Like we were paying like 700 bucks a month. Yeah. I mean, collectively, that's yeah. how much the whole apartment. Yes, was. for the whole thing. Wow. Like yeah. So, <laughs> so the, if that tells you anything about the the uh, the, quality. The, the quality of <laughs> housing, though it you know it worked. Yeah, it was, it was Walking distance to downtown I'm sure Franklin. It's not that anymore. No, yeah, it's probably about three hundred fifty thousand a month. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. That whole area has changed uh, quite tremendously. It's crazy. 
Well, you know, yeah. I think I have you beat. My first apartment was $250 a month in good old Let's Western go. Mass. <laughs> Dang. It was, it was very haunted, I will say. Wow. Very haunted? Very haunted. We had like this, wasn't on the lease, wasn't on the walkthrough. We had this shed in the backyard and you opened it and just had children's toys in it. Like old children's toys. And like, that's like right out yeah, of a like, movie. Like that's no, just scary. Yeah. No, nope. no, no, no. Nope. You wouldn't catch me opening that thing. Uh, so obviously you're back on the road. Um, I don't want to take any more of your time. I know that you're busy, but I'd be remiss if I didn't ask, how does it feel to have gone viral on TikTok for a happy birthday song? Uh, well, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's kind of hilarious. Uh, that was definitely one of those things like TikTok, you know, generally can be, you're not necessarily sure what the next viral thing would be. Mm -hmm. So for it to be a monotone, happy birthday video, it's, it's so it honestly is the most deflating feeling in the world because you can <laughs> yeah. work, you can work literally yourself into an like a, a puddle of tears on the floor because you care so much about your music and you're like oh i just want this to be good for the people that are gonna spend money on it and you're you've poured your heart and soul into this and you know the thing that has more eyes on it than like everything collectively TikTok video. a happy birthday your, song. A happy birthday song so that's a little you know that's a little bit deflating but you know we'll take it where we can get it free marketing that's right <laughs> no i mean i totally understand too like we obviously we talked to a bunch of independent artists who are really honing in on the tiktok we had this one girl on the show her name's natalie madigan she's actually also uh based in in the nashville area and she like had a, a few tiktoks do well like with her actual music but then she had like a six second video where she burped and it got like two million likes which means it got like 10 million views and i asked her i was like did that translate to any new listeners and she was like no like it just didn't no, translate at all that's the thing it's like it. it only that is like we could get in this will be a different podcast you know it, it's like it does nothing yeah. like you get super hyped on like oh my gosh did you see our latest tiktok got sixty five thousand views and two minutes and you're like so what it's literally some someone some puppeteer dude just injecting some what do you call it serotonin into your system to yeah. just because like these invisible numbers there's some social some social studies that need to be done on that dude yeah, I agree. Oh, for sure. I, I, yeah <laughs> the whole platform is a tool and if you can use it correctly where people then you know it relates to streams or whatever your mission is awesome but i feel like yeah so many people get lost in in the sauce of what in views on tiktok and like those do not translate to anything like you don't get anything right. other than validation which if that's totally. what we're going for fine but after a while it's yeah. definitely gonna mess with your brain yeah now with all that said i will say tiktok has uh there one of our songs called you know it has been like kind of picked up into a TikTok trend, mm -hmm. which is just like a mon like people like put that song to a montage of like my senior year of high school and it's little hot takes. And that kind of went like pseudo like low key viral. And it like we Shut started up. seeing our numbers on you know it go up and we we're like, what is going on? And it's right when TikTok hit the hit the scene and we were like, what is TikTok? And why why is it I mean it really translated. Yeah. So I, I do, you know, I, 
uh, will leave space that it can be, like you said, a really powerful tool as well. For sure. I mean, it's cool. It kind of happened organically too. I feel like it's that clearly a, a crowd is resonating with your sound. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That's where label or like industry people are like, Oh, we need to, we need to hop on this. And like, you need to get your TikTok and you gotta, you gotta start engaging. I'm like, why? As soon as it's, you know, it's working without it. Yeah. (laughs) You know, you're almost like, I don't want to get on there and like accidentally douse the fire. You know, it's like now with all that said, we're on TikTok, but you kind of are like, those things happen because you never would could plan it. You got to just be okay with, holding it all loosely, you know, celebrating when something does happen. Definitely. So, I mean, you guys are on tour now. It just dropped an EP, clearly busy. Um, it seems like you, not that you like took a break during the whole COVID thing. Cause you guys stayed busy with your drive-in show and whatnot. Uh, but it seems like you're really like back full force. Do you have any solid plans for what's next? Uh, we're going to make the fattest record you've ever heard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 That's our only solid plan is definitely um colony house part four lp4 yeah coming at you so that's the next that's the only thing that's on paper as far as like what we have to accomplish next because um i guess everything kind of hinges on that for the next kind of phase but we really we're we're trying to just finish this tour out strong and then go head down into creative process for sure Congratulations, by the way, making it, you know, to four albums still together, still having a solid fan base and, and people really into Colony House. That's a that's an impressive feat. Thanks, dude. Yeah, dude. Look at that. That's good to hear. Two times the sophomore. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Senior year, baby. Let's do it. Let's do it. All right. Well, thank you so much for calling in. I honestly, this was such a, such a great time talking to you. I appreciate your time. I know, I know we're on the road. We're on tour. Um, good luck at your show the next three days. That's crazy. Um, and yeah, keep killing it. Thanks. Yes, dude. Appreciate it. Really appreciate it. Yeah, of course. I thought I heard the world call me.